Thank you for tuning in to Jason DeMars Live. Every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, I teach on various biblical topics. Get in contact with me at jasondemars.com. Let me know what topics you would like me to cover in future videos. I have free books and tracks available for you to order and shipping is free as well. Make sure to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified when I post a new video. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Um, looks like my wireless mic is not working, so um, be using the MacBook Pro microphone. It's not as good. I apologize. Um, let me know if you can hear me or not hear me. Those who are listening in, it's been quite a while. Just want to remind everybody, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can let me know. And the contact information is there on the screen. And a lot has happened since I was on the last time. I think many of you, um, many of you have seen my testimony. Um, I was in the hospital uh, at the beginning of October, got I came down with COVID, and um, I think on the October 9th or 10th, I went into the hospital and was there 10 days and almost died, but the Lord delivered me. I'm thankful to be back. Take me a little bit of a while to get back in the swing of things with with all the um, technology that I have here, um, but we'll 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 get it figured out, get it all ironed out, and get it working well. So, um, wanted to take some time and speak about the three realms of man today. Man is made up of body, soul, and spirit. You see, some people. Um, talking and uh, they'll say that there's two realms body and and soul but there's really three realms and I want to show you scripturally why that why that is and look at some details so first Thessalonians 523 and the very God of peace sanctify you holy and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body pre be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, your whole spirit and soul and body. So we have Paul there speaking uh, clearly about a spirit, a soul, and a body. Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So we see that the spirit and soul can be divided and separated. So they're distinct from each other. The spirit is distinct from the soul, which both are distinct from the body. 
Genesis 2.7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. All right, so God took a little of his spirit, so breathed, the picture of breathing, God breathing, is the same word like we have in the New Testament. Uh, All scripture came by the inspiration of God. Inspire means to breathe. God breathed. So God making man was part of his inspiration. God breathed a part of his himself, part of his life, into the man. And when the spirit joined the body, man became a living soul. Okay, body. He made his body from the dust of the ground, breathed in him the breath of life or the spirit of life, and man became a living soul. Body, spirit, soul. The body is made up of five senses, see, taste, feel, smell, and hear. What about the spirit? What is the spirit? Ephesians 4.23 says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So the spirit is connected to the mind. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So, for what man knows the things of the man save the spirit of man which is in him. So the spirit of man is connect connected to the mind of man. The spirit of your mind, what, what man knows the things of a man save the spirit of the man which is in him. The spirit of man, again, it's connected to the mind of man. The mind of man is also made up of five different uh, senses. Five different attributes. Memory, conscience, imagination, reason, and affection. What is the soul of man? And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. The soul is the real you that comes as a result of the spirit being connected to the body. So the spirit being connected to the body comes as a result, produces the soul. Acts 2.31, he seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Amen. So the soul is the real you. That's what's on the inside of the inside and when you die 
your body dies, your soul goes into your theophany. So the soul of man continues living after death. His soul was not left in hell. His soul came back to his body. So the soul left the body, went to another body, a theophany, which went to hell, and then he was raised up again from the dead, and that soul went back to a resurrected body. The soul is also the nature of the spirit. That is, it governs or controls how your spirit and body acts and behaves. We are who we are based on the genetics of our parents. So we're talking about nature. The soul is the nature of the spirit. The life and nature of a person are based down from the origination of mankind. So again, genetics. We all come from Noah and his wife. Our nature, the soul, comes from genetics. Our, the spirit comes from genetics. The body comes from genetics. We all come from Noah and his wife. Noah produced two godly sons and one wicked son. Prior to Noah, one line traced itself back to Adam and the other line traced itself back to Cain. As the Bible says, Cain was the son of the devil or the son of the wicked one. 1 John 3.12 says, Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother. And wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. We're all hybrids through Noah. We still have some good nature and we have some evil nature. But the evil nature corrupts the whole thing. Some, by election, are born with the genetics of God in them. When God created Adam, he put in Adam a part of his nature. He was made in the image and likeness of God. That which was on the inside of Adam was expressing the nature of God. Those genetics continue to be passed on down the line. Some are born with the genetics of God in their soul. Others are not born with these genetics. Okay? So now, the soul controls the spirit, and the spirit controls the body. In, in Conduct, Order, and Doctrine, Brother Branham says it's not this outside see, taste, feel, smell, and hear. It isn't. It's subject to death and will die. But the inside part of you, down in here, inside... That is the person that cannot die. See that? And that's the person that the new life starts from, from the new birth. And it builds another person you are around that life. You get it? All right. So the new life starts from the new birth. And when their eyes were open, he says, if you got eternal life, you always was. Anything that was eternal never did begin and cannot end. So you're only in his thinking, your name, who you are, and what you are. That's the only way you could ever have eternal life, because you always was. All right, I'm just going to say greetings to those who are on. Um, Sister Sarah from Edmonton, God bless you. Sister Mai, 
God bless you as well. Brother Kenny and Sister Janelle, God bless you. Greetings to all. Any others who are listening in, please send your greetings. I'd like to hear from you. All right, we'll continue for a few more minutes on this subject. In the future home, Brother Branham says, The Bible said that if that soul won't do as he did said do, he will even destroy that soul. But you see, he can't destroy himself and remain God. So if that soul is of the world, it has to be destroyed. But if it's eternal with God, it never did begin. Because it's part of God, it can never be destroyed. Amen. The church ought to see that. All right, so the genetics of God in that soul is a part of his life. And that life is eternal because it's a part of God. No, you didn't exist before time in a body or distinctly. We came directly from, the, from God to this body of flesh. We didn't bypass our theophany we went directly from the mind of god to the flesh through the genetics of the human race our soul is tainted and corrupted by nature there's two natures in the soul god created us with a godly nature adam and eve but this nature was corrupted by the serpent seed Man was created nat to naturally, from his soul, worship, honor, fellowship with, and glorify God. Through the serpent beguiling Eve and injecting himself, his genetics, into the human race, we have a fallen, wicked nature after the devil. That is why the new birth is nece necessary. We need to become new creations. First, God redeems the inside part Next, God redeems the outside part when at the rapture. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We need to be made new because we are corrupted. The whole world, the whole world, every one of us, has the nature of Adam and the nature of the serpent in us because the, the human race was hybrid through Noah and his wife. Souls that are in prison now. 1963, Brother Branham says, the nature of your soul is of God if you're born again. If it's not, it's of the world. That worldly, serpentine nature corrupts the whole man. Even if you have the genes of God inside you, you are completely corrupted. In 1965, trying to do God a service without it being God's will, Brother Branham says, now, Notice in this now, David thought he had everything in order. And he was inspired. See how the Holy Spirit can anoint a man, but it's got to be in the order of the anointing. The outside spirit can be anointed with the Holy Ghost and the soul as dark as pitch. The cockleburr grows on the same water that builds, puts life into the wheat, puts life into the cockleburr. But at the bottom of the cockleburr, it's a cockleburr life. 
It's rejoicing and blooming and got life and doing everything that the wheat does, but the soul of it is cockleburr. See, false teachers can rise, teaching all kinds of Trinitarianism and all everything else, and be anointed with the Holy Ghost and perform just as many miracles as the true gospel can. Again, so this is an important point that the prophet is making. I'm going to read one more quote that he talks about this from a thinking man's filter. Notice now, women, they want to have bobbed hair, they want to wear shorts, paint, makeup, these little bikinis and things that they wear nowadays. They want to do it, and yet they want to go to church. You see that anointing upon the spirit, not upon the soul? See, said wants to be a Christian and also do these things, and the pastor said it's okay. Then if he says it's okay, you can be a member, your name put, be on, can be on my church book here, it's okay. Then he's giving her his denominational filter to suit a worldly woman's taste. She loves the world. She likes the taste of it. So he's got a filter for her, but she's a long ways from being a thinking woman. But there you are. That's where I found this text. No, she isn't a thinking woman. If she was thinking, she would know the church isn't going to judge her at the last day. The church is judging her now by her membership, her loyalty to the circles that she belongs to in the societies. They're judging her now by that, but God is going to judge her at the last day. So she isn't thinking once again. Remember, the soul is the control tower and governor of the spirit. The new birth is what regenerates the whole soul. But people can be anointed with the genuine spirit of God on their human spirit, but not yet be born again. Because the, the new birth, the new creation, changes the nature of the soul. And then that sanctification process begins to bring the spirit and the body in to be subject to the nature of the soul by the new birth but a person can be anointed in their spirit with god's holy spirit to do miracles to go to church to want to worship all these different things and yet they're not truly saved they're not truly born again Matthew seven twenty one through 23, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Again, they could be anointed by the genuine Spirit of God in their spirit using faith but not be surrendered and not truly have the new birth from the soul. They're anointed again with the Spirit. They do miracles, but they don't have the fruit of obedience in their lives. In other words, they don't have the fruit of genuine faith. They don't have the fruit of the new birth in their life from a soul being changed and made subject to the word. Anointed, loving to go to church, but despising true obedience and full surrender to the word of God. Jesus says he never knew them because they didn't do the will of the Father. They weren't walking in obedience to the word. Walking in obedience to the word doesn't save them. Walking in obedience to the word is an evidence that you have genuine faith.
So what is the identifications of a true believer? Let's look at Romans 6. And once we do that, we will go ahead and finish up. Actually, we're halfway through right now. So I'm going to go ahead and finish right there. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Um, Brother John, God bless you. Thanks for listening in. Brother Aaron, good morning, and God bless you. Um, once again, it's good to be back with everyone, talking with you. Sure appreciate each one of you. Uh, pray for me. I'm doing much, much better, but I'm still recovering. Also want to ask you all to pray for my mother and father-in-law. My wife has flown back to Minnesota to help take care of them. They've been tested positive for COVID, and uh, they're not feeling well. They're, they're not needing to be hospitalized right now, so we thank the Lord for that. And they're on some good medication that should help take care of it, but um, they're not feeling well. They're, they're struggling right now. Very weak, very tired. A uh, little bit of um, wheeziness in the breathing, so um, pray for them. It's it's concerning, uh, especially af after what what I've been through. Um, it's very concerning. So my wife is up there. Pray for her in taking care of them, and pray for their swift healing. Appreciate that. Uh, Love you all, and may the Lord richly bless you.